Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. It's Sunday, May 31st, 2017. If you would like to join us in the chat room along with Joshin in Germany, hey Joshin, the, uh, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Click on the Listen Live above Alex Parchment's paper, oh, paper, picture, and that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485. 646-716-5485. We welcome your phone calls with questions and our comments to my guest today, trumpeter Alex Parchman. He is a paradigm recording artist, started playing trumpet in the sixth grade. He has been honing his trumpet and piano skills for years. His debut release, Burning Up, on April 24th, has already charted on Billboard with the track, It's Real, at number 11. Alex, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hi, thanks for having me. It is my pleasure, and I want to give a shout-out and a thank you to Joshin in Germany for referring Alex, so thank you for that, Joshin. All right, so Alex, I read that you started playing trumpet in the sixth grade. How old were you then, around 11, 12? Yes, yes. Um, my mother um, inspired me <laughs> to, okay. to go check out my instrument that age, and you know, I, that's where my journey started. So how does she inspire you at that age? <laughs> she said, Alex, you know what you should do? <laughs> Go to the see that I um have any openings in the music department at my um middle school and I just followed suit. <laughs> ah, okay. Now, did you have a choice of instrument or you just wanted to trumpet? I wanted to play saxophone so bad and I always thought it was the coolest looking instrument. But when I got into the band room all the saxophones were taken, and the band director just gave me this trumpet mouthpiece and said, here, try to make a sound out of it. And I could. And he said, okay, take this mouthpiece home, come back um, over the, after the summer is over, and get you with the trumpet. And I um, initially was miserable with that decision. Mm-hmm. I was unhappy. Um, I, you know, when you want something, you have your mindset on something. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it wasn't fair. So I hated the trumpet initially. But I, I kind of had like a natural affinity for it. I never really wanted to practice. I wanted to quit. I had slapping with my mother had a conversation about um, one day I came up to her and asked to quit, and she made me keep on with it. And she told me I was rolling around on the ground. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I was just happy though that I stuck with it because um, eventually I got into um, performing arts high school and. You know, I really started to find love for music and trumpet mm-hmm. at that point. And so once you got over your frustration with having to learn and play the trumpet, did you not go back to the saxophone and think you might want to learn that too? Um, I tried the saxophone for a bit, but playing trumpet and playing saxophone, they're, they have very different embouchures, how you, you know, play with your mouth. And mm-hmm. so I just decided, um, you know, I could play a couple of skills on the saxophone. And I know the basics. During my time at Howard, you know, you have to 
um, learn all the different instruments in order to um, become a music educator. And so I've learned it all. But trumpet, you just wanted to focus on that and just kind of hone everything into that instrument. Okay. So you had your training beginning in sixth grade, and then you um, also were um, accepted into the Rosa Parks program as well. Tell me a little bit about that. Rosa Parks High School of Fine Performing Arts in Patterson, New Jersey. Oh, man, I felt like I came into myself and really developed my sense of who I am at the high school. Um, mm-hmm. it's led by, um, the music department is led by uh, Kenny Davis. And we, oh, boy, we had so many experiences traveling and performing and just meeting a bunch of different artists. The school was phenomenal. The principal at the time, Mrs. Sharon Smith, um, her son was a, um, is a music producer just plays and so he used to come over and bring artists over and we just had a really warm community it was about 200 people in the whole school but it was like a whole family that everybody just learned from each other and built each other up and it was one of the best decisions my family's made for me to go to that school yeah yeah okay <laughs> so when did you write your first song oh goodness I would probably say when I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, I would say that it was a. Sorry. No, no, my 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 part, my bad. Um, so you wrote your first song when you're a sophomore in high school, and yes. did, did you play it anywhere? Or did you just kind of keep it there? <laughs> oh no, I played it. Um, it was a funny song. It was called "Ooh, Check You Out." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at that time I had a band uh, My first band um, You know I had some of the members of My high school music department uh, We all started playing together And we um, luckily I got to Know a bunch of the Officials in Patterson so I used to Perform for all the local government Events and fundraisers and such And so I had plenty of options To play Ooh Check You Out And a bunch of other songs that we were playing at the time <laughs> Wow all right, so you got your first taste of writing music, and was that a challenging, or did that that first song come easy for you? It was, um, I wouldn't say challenging. It was actually just an interesting process. Um, I've always found that sitting at the piano gives me the best, um, I guess, perspective when it comes to writing and allows me to just, because I can see what I'm doing, I can play the chords and the melody at the same time. And at the time, I was studying with my um first trumpet teacher was Donald, Donald Malloy and he um, you know, I brought the idea to him and he helped me work it out and figure out what I can do with the chords and the melody and the bass line and help me kind of get like a whole picture of what was going on and so it was a fun process and it really inspired me to keep going Okay, alright so now you sent me some music um, I said that Burning Up is your debut release but you also sent me a couple of songs from uh, Pent Up Emotions, now is yeah. this this has been released pent up emotions that's been released yes they're both out okay so pent up was first then was that act was no, actually pent, your up, debut? pent up came out after um i did that in the first i re- wrote and recorded that ep in the first week first weekend of may okay and just put it out because i was just feeling had some feelings i just wanted to get out yeah <laughs> Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> All right. 
Um, let's talk about Burning Up. Tell me about this one, and then I'll get into some music. Okay. So um, I was so one of my friends from um, when I first had that band when I was in high school started. Um, he was in college at the time. Jacob Webb. He started a record label, Next Paradigm Records, and he contacted me and wanted to see if I was interested in making some music with something. We've had a long history. He's just always been a phenomenal musician, and he's taken a lot of his success and wants to pour back into other artists. And so I jumped right on it, and, um, you know, we just decided we were going to do 10 songs, and this album is just a combination of experiences that I've had leading up to this point and experience that he's had leading up to this point, and we work together on songs and I think this product is really just a culmination of a beautiful friendship, beautiful musical ideas, and, you know, what's a, it's a prediction of what's to come. Okay. So my favorite track on Burning Up is Vibin' in Time, and I'm going to play <laughs> that. But I want to read a review of this. Um, from the new world in jazz.com and that's just a letter in it's not in new the new world in jazz.com said about vibing in time this funky jam will most certainly keep the listeners on the edge of their seat until the end vibing in time is a must add to your spring and summer playlist i have to agree 100% tell me about this track Oh, man. Ooh, I appreciate that review and your love of it. Um, I had the pleasure of working with a um, brilliant saxophone. It's Philip Doc Martin, who's based in the um, greater D.C. area. And um, Jacob Webb, who wrote the song, Tony Oh Man, you know, we wrote this after we recorded the album. And we added it, you know, right, you know, right before we wanted to put it out. He said, I got this idea. I think it's great. Philip Doc Martin said he would love to work with us. So let's let's knock it out. And I, as soon as I even heard the beat, I was I was ready. It was just a song that just felt infectious and just it was it was it was a no brainer. Let's do it. Let's give it our all and go in and make this song beautiful. And I think it came out to be a wonderful song. I agree. I agree. So I am talking to trumpeter Alex Parchman. His new release, debut release, is called Burning in Time. And this is Vibing in Time.
That's the jam right there. Vibe in time from Alex Parchment's new release, Burn It Up. Love that a lot. So, Josh and in- Sorry about that. Um, Joshin in the chat room says, I really like that track. He has such a warm sound on his trumpet. And he wanted me to ask you about the trumpet on the cover, um, whether it is a unique item, because he's never seen a trumpet before, uh, such a trumpet like that before, and it looks very interesting. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate your compliment about the tone. I was record- I recorded this song on that instrument. It's called a reverse flugelhorn. It is very unique. It's by Adams. And a collaboration they made was one of my um, inspirations on trumpet, Christian Scott. And um, they worked and really made some unique instruments. But I love this one so much because of the warmth of the tone. But at the same time, because of the new bends on it, the airflow is just so free. And even in the upper register, it doesn't get thin like most flugelhorns. It stays mm-hmm. nice and strong. And I love this instrument so much. Mm, Hard to okay. find a case for it, though, but I love it. Oh, it's- <laughs> Yeah, they have it custom made, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me how you how do you know um Philip Doc Martin? Oh boy. So I met Philip Doc Martin through Jacob Webb. But okay. um when I recently um a few months ago I had a showcase at um Twins in D C for the Jazz Club and Philip Doc Martin Martin came down and played the um played a set with me. And it was a beautiful time. It was the first time actually meeting a person. And he came and played the music. He learned everything. I just sent him a couple of songs. And he learned everything down to, like, solos. He was um, just so – he was such a phenomenal musician. I, I was blown away. And so I'm happy yeah. to say Philip Doc Martin is a friend and a collaborator. Well, you guys did a nice, nice collab on that. That was vibing in time. Uh, definitely. All right. So, when did you decide to pursue pursue a career in jazz, and why did you make that decision? Um, jazz music has always spoken to me in a way that, at the same time, it, um, I feel improvisational music gives an opportunity for a creator to really just speak their heart and interact with musicians around them in a way that is just um, visceral. Mm-hmm. I love being able to be on the stage with other musicians and create something that's only for the moment, only for the room, and being able to tell a story that is weaved in tradition and comes from a place a place of power. It's a place of, you know, strong black history of saying I am somebody and this is what I have to mm-hmm. say. Yeah. You know, it means so much to me that I'm just proud to be a musician and a jazz musician at that. Mm, oh, that's so that's powerful right there. So, who have you performed with and or um, played on stage with? Oh boy, I've um, been fortunate enough to play with a bunch of wonderful, wonderful musicians via big bands and such, such as um, Chick Corea in high school. Um, with Howard University, performed with Patty Austin. And, um, you know, just some phenomenal musicians, Christian McBride. It's been really a beautiful journey thus far. Yeah, yeah. Okay, did you say you played with Chick Corea in high school? Yes. <laughs> um, so, could you elaborate on that a little bit more, please? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. So 
when I was um, in high school, um, I was in this program called um, Jazz House Kids, and I played lead in their big band. And oh. it was um, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time. I learned so much, and one of, that's one of the reasons why I dove into jazz music so much. But we had a re- really wonderful showcase, and um, Chakria came and um, we did a show with us. And it was so phenomenal, you know, just to meet him, play his music, um, learn from him, and see how he creates on the stage, and also get a bit into the mind of what goes into, you know, his creation process. It mm. was uh, definitely a wonderful time. I, I know I won't forget it. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. So mm-hmm. thinking back on that time, what was the one thing that you can remember that stuck with you that you have taken through your career with you? Um, the time performing with Chick or just my time in general? Uh, uh, Chick Corea. Oh, so I took some of his, well, of course, I took some of his um, impro- improvisational approaches. Uh-huh. Um, and I love how Chick Corea can play and tell a story. And no matter what the chord changes are, no matter what the tempo of the song is, Chikoria plays and he's just talking to you through his piano. And that's just remarkable. And that's something that's always stuck with me is how can I make sure my playing is as relatable as possible to anybody, whether you're, you know, been studying music and went to some of the best schools, or you just love it, or you've never heard music before, and mm-hmm. if you hear something from me, how can I still relate to you? That was mm-hmm. something I think I took from that. Definitely. Okay. All right. All right, let's get into some more music. Alex, I'm going to let you pick the next track. (laughs) Okay, let's see. Let's do one of my favorites. I thoroughly enjoy the song Funky Jam on the album. Okay. Tell me about that one. It's a very fun song. It's a very, very very fun song. It has a great groove. It almost has elements of house. And me growing up in New Jersey, um, house music is a huge, huge, huge influence on me. And so I love Funky Jam because it has, you know, that funk, funk bass line, and it just pulls from all these different elements of music, I feel like. And that's something that I really want to keep doing with my music is showcase all of my influences through music. Mm. And so mm. I think Funky Jam is a great one to kind of start to sum up who I am as a musician. Okay. And who else is playing on Funky Jam with you? Okay, so we have um, Jacob Webb course, playing bass and the keyboard in the production, um, a saxophone player named Stan Twan Kendrick on tenor saxophone, and then um, myself on trumpet. All right, here it, this is Funky Jam. <laughs>
from Alex Archman's new release, Burning Up. Check that out for sure. So now, Alex. I apologize. Um, you mentioned traveling uh, with the school before, and I, I know I read that um, you went to Tanzania. So tell me about that. Wow, Tanzania was an amazing, amazing trip for me. For me. I got to um, travel with a wonderful vocalist, um, Kenny Wesley, who was ironically also my, my Spanish teacher at Howard. And he has an um, amazing voice and can sing in multiple languages. And so um, the U.S. Um, State Department wanted to have a um, 4th of July celebration at the U.S. Embassy in Tanzania. And so they flew us out. We got to spend some time there. And it was such a beautiful experience. Everybody was so wonderful. The food was amazing. The fish was so fresh. Mm. But um, just to be able to experience, you know, world and culture on the other side of the on the other side of the world, excuse me, yeah. was an eye opening experience. I thoroughly loved being there and definitely want to keep traveling. There's so many places in the world that I know music can take me and mm-hmm. I would love to continue to travel to everywhere I can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Joshin in the chat room said about the track Funky Jam, that's hot. Great band, the bass is on fire. Right? <laughs> the bass yeah. is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> now, I do want to play some music from Pent Up Emotions so um, so that the listeners can hear um, that as well. So I'm going to start with uh, Feel the Same Way. Tell me about this one. So the whole prospect, um, project, Pens of Emotions, came for me sitting in my um, room late at night, just on my piano, just playing chords and just listening and how they feel with what was going on in my mind. You know, I was, you know, recently celebrating a year with my girlfriend and was very happy about that, and I wanted to figure out ways to express, you know, some of my emotions to her and how I'm happy that we've come this far. And so mm-hmm. feel the same way. It's just me saying, I have all these emotions for you. I have all this love for you. I have all these, you know, things built up. And I just want to know, hopefully you feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Pent Up Emotions is an EP, and there are, what, four tracks on it? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to play Feel the Same Way. And, again, this is from the CD Pent Up Emotions.
right, that is Feel the Same Way, and that is from the Pent Up Emotions EP um, that is also by Alex, and that is available as well. So I have a phone call for you, Alex. Miss Wanda is on the phone. Hey, Wanda. Hello, Terry. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's been a while since we talked. Yes, it has. It's been a long yeah. time. So please meet Alex. Alex, this is Wanda. Hello, Wanda. How are you? I'm good, Alex. How are you? I I have some questions, but they've already been, you they they were answered already. Hmm. My first question was about your unique trumpet. You answered that. The reverse flugelhorn. I was going to ask you how you met Philip Dot Martin. That's one of my buddies. And I was going to ask you how you met Chick Corea. So you all the, I was listening to the interview. <laughs> All the questions were asked. I'm like, well, they they answered all my questions. I don't have any more. <laughs> well, I just goes to show you that I'm being interviewed by somebody phenomenal. I oh, appreciate thank you. you calling though. <laughs> so oh, much. definitely. Carrie is mm-hmm. definitely phenomenal. She's, you know, I've listened to a lot of her interviews, and and, and I usually call in and speak to the artists because, and. I get intrigued by how they got started. Like I was listening to how you got started, and I've listened to your music, and I like your music. You have a, you. a different like. I know a lot of trumpet players. Yours is a little on the different side. Mm-hmm. Well, I really it's appreciate some, it's that. Very, Thank you. It's, it's very spoken. You're very. It's very smooth. To my ear, I've, I've been told I have an ear for different sounds of music, and yours is something totally different. I can't well, put my finger well, on it. To hear that. What it is? <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. So Wanda, yeah, so um, um, Alex, Wanda is a big saxophone person. She loves saxophones. Oh, so Wanda <laughs> Josh in the chat room says Wanda calling and he's no sax man. That's a lot of appreciation. Oh my god! Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just warm oh, my heart. Wow. Thank you so much. You're just so welcome. So Josh in the chat room knows who I am. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We know oh, we God. know you're a big yeah. saxophone fan, so for you to be calling oh. in for a trumpet player and, and show love and appreciation, that says a lot. Well, I like Alex's sound because whenever, you know, I was on Facebook and I just be looking at different, you know, artists that I see. You know, some of them I know, most of them, most of them I know, and then there's some I don't know, and and I'll just, you know, get their name, go to iTunes, pull up their music. And if I like it and it intrigues me, then I want to have it in my jazz collection. Yeah, definitely. That's understandable. Yes. Yes. Well, I I appreciate you calling in as always, as always. And don't be a stranger. Yeah. I I promise I won't. (laughs) Okay. Well, you all take care. Have a good afternoon. It's great to meet you, Alex. It's a pleasure meeting you as well, and thank you so much. I hope you have a great afternoon as well. All right. Thank you. I'll talk to you all later. Thank you, Wanda. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we're going to get right back into some music. Um, I'm going to play Togetherness. Tell me about this one. 
Oh, boy, Togetherness is a fun song I wrote. Uh, it was inspired by the song Just the Two of Us. It uses the same chord changes, but I um, wrote the melody because I've been listening to a whole lot of Grover. And, you know, when I decided to venture into not just traditional jazz, but um, smooth jazz and contemporary jazz as well, mm-hmm. doing research and stuff, I wanted to make sure I got it right. I didn't mm. want to just go out here and just, you know, stumble along and, you know, just find my way. I wanted to not reinvent the wheel and also wanted to make sure I was paying homage to the people who came for me. And so yeah. this song is per- purely dedicated to, um, you know, the legends that came before me and um, hopefully moving it along. All right. This is Togetherness from the Burning Up CD.
Okay, that was Togetherness, and that is from the Burning Up release by trumpeter Alex Parchment. Um, definitely pick up these releases. You can, you know, they're, go to his website. You can find them there, alexparchment.com um, for this. So I have a question. Um, sure. Actually, it's a comment. Josh says he really knows how to create profound music. His track speaks volumes. Wow. All right. Nah, I meet you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. It's a beautiful compliment. I also just wanted to say, you know, rest in peace to Bill Withers, because with that song, you know, it's in his spirit as well. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, a prolific mm-hmm. figure in his music, and definitely have to pay homage. Yes, yes. Uh, let me welcome to the chat room, Ali J. Hey, Ali, good to see you. And we have a phone call from the same area code, area code two zero one. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hi, this is Maria. How you doing? Um, hi, Maria. How are you? Welcome, and thank you for calling. Is Alex laughing? Yes. I sure am. This is his mom, Hello, and I Maria. want to know when you're coming back to Jersey. Hi, babe. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, that is so awesome. Thank you for calling in, oh, Alex, mom. mom. Sure. Anything you want to know, I'm here. trumpet and um, he's worked real hard Um, it's doable it's possible you have to be focused and he's always been I could tell you stories of him being in grammar school and teachers saying Alex is tapping on the desk and he's like mom there's always a song in my head it's just Mm. his natural he's always been music has always been the forefront and uh, I'm so proud that he's taken something that he loved and figured done the work Well, he did say he did say that you were a big inspiration in the reason why he got into music. Ah, that is sweet. I am. I'm a teacher, poor kid, and so (laughs) he was raised. You know, being a child of a teacher is rough because you know we 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 pour so much into our students, but into our own child, they get it 24 seven. And it's like if this is what you love, study. Yeah, study the great. Learn from them and then grow from there. You know, it's always been that way in my house. Okay. So now he did say that, you know, initially um, he wanted to play the saxophone, but (laughs) saxophones were not available. And so he went to the trumpet and he wasn't really crazy about the trumpet initially. So when it came to him practicing and all of that, did you have to push him to, to practice and, you know, hone his skill on playing the trumpet? I did. Alex, did you tell the stop, drop, and roll story from sixth grade when he wanted to stop playing? I, um, oh, yeah. I remember that? about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, um, he, he, yeah. He wanted to stop at one point at, in sixth mm-hmm. grade because, as he said, trumpet wasn't his first choice. Like I said, I started him in piano at four, but when you go to school, grammar school, he was in a school where you pick an instrument, and I'm sure he's told the story. Um, he did want to stop, and mm-hmm. I just told him the only regrets I've ever had in my life is not following on through something I really wanted to do. When I look mm. back, you know, I had my own, you know, things, but when I look back at my life, the only regrets I have is not finishing something, 
not seeing it all the way through. And I said, no, Alex, trust me, you're going to hate me now, but in a few years, you keep going and you'll say, you'll realize, because everybody's already saying, you know, he's got something, he's got something. And so I just said, keep going. That's the only time, sixth grade. Okay. And I, I just wanted to say hello. That's it. I want to wrap it up. This is Alex's time. But um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's all. And I want to let you know that Alex was referred to me by a fan in Germany. Um, His name is Joshin, and he hit me up on Twitter and asked me, um, you know, if I would be interested in interviewing Alex. So I have to give all credit to Joshin because he was the one that introduced me to Alex. Well, thank you again. I'm going to get off this phone because it's about Alex, but I just wanted to say, hey, Alex, come on home sometime. Miss you. <laughs> I Thank you so much for calling in. <laughs> okay, take care. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was awesome. How about that? <laughs> I love that. That was so cool. <laughs> All right. I'm um, filling up every room. I love her. Oh, she's a sweetheart. Oh, that was great. That was great. So um, I wanted to ask you about teaching because I know that you teach. So do you teach, yeah. Are you? Um, is, are, is it kids or adults or both? Um, I teach everybody who's willing to learn. I'm um, fortunate enough um, in D.C. there's a foundation, Harmonic Music Studios, and okay. I've been working with them for the past um, three or so years. And I give private lessons there, all the brass instruments and piano. And I have students from the age of five to um, grown people who retired and want to try or get back into the music. And it's, it's such a joy. And I love it so much because I get to refine what I know. And I always I always tell people, you don't know something until you can explain it to anybody who has a question, whether they're a little kid or an adult or somebody that, you know, knows nothing or knows a lot. Yeah, and yeah. So this really helps me refine myself, and I just love teaching so much. Mm. So now, are you do are you teaching online, and how would someone contact you if they're interested? Oh, sure. You can contact me. You can always send me um, an email via my website, um, alexparchment.com, and go to the contact page. Or if you just go um, type in alexparchment at gmail.com, you can send me an email. I am available for lessons. And I will be happy to impart you with all the knowledge I have. All right. And I also read that you lead two bands. Right. I do. Wow. Tell me about so those. I have, I have um, for the past year, almost two years now, actually, I've led the band AP Chemistry, um, which is my blend of funk and neo-soul music deriving from what was going on in the early 2000s with D'Angelo and Roy Hargrove with the RH Factor and, you know, Quest Love and the Soulquarians that made such great albums for Erica Badu and Common. I love that sound. I spent a lot of time in college really studying that sound, and mm-hmm. I felt like something of that was missing now. You know, So I definitely wanted to make a band that's just a little more instrument-based, um, of course, but... AB Chemistry, Alex Parchment, Combining Music Chemistry, um, comes together, and we've had such a great time. I love that music, and I'm going to be releasing some music for them um, within the next year or so. But that's okay. one of our groups. And then Alex Parchment Quintet is my traditional. I grew up studying uh-huh. traditional jazz and such. I love the tradition of it. I love the swing, and I always want to make sure that that's a part of my life. 
I was mm-hmm. saying earlier, one of my inspirations is Roy Hargrove. And, you know, just learning from him and studying his music, I love how he was able to be authentic in whatever he played in. You can hear, even though he could be playing on hip-hop, he could be playing R&B, there's a jazz and a blues language that he used in all of it, and I feel it's very, very important. So I definitely wanted to make sure that no matter where I go, I always have my roots in that tradition. Okay. And then, Ollie and- if you want to hear, I'll, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. And also, I'm also performing as a solo artist. I was partially where you're going to hear more music like Burn It Up and such. Okay. <laughs> so I'm spread so three I'm ways. Going- I'm going to close the show with burning up, but um, Ali has a question in the chat room. He wants to know how many different trumpets do you have? Oh, boy. One, two, three, four, I would say. I have two flugelhorns, my reverse one and a traditional one. I have um, two trumpets made by Adams, um, traditional B-flat trumpets, and then I have a um, 1957 Blessing Super Artist Trumpet that I got at the recommendation of Roy Hargrove because of um, Clifford Brown used to play one of those trumpets. And, mm-hmm. you know, Clifford Brown was amazing. I definitely had to. I love it. So those are my trumpets currently. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to close the show with Burning Up, the title track from Alex's new release. Um, Alex, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. All right, you can find me on uh, all my handles are the same at Mr. Mr. Parchment, M R P A R C H M E N T. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook. You just type in Alex Parchment to find me, and I have some videos up on YouTube. If you want to visit me and learn more about me, you can check out my website at alexparchment.com. We are selling physical CDs, and I will sign all of them, and we can send out to you via the record label website, which is Next Paradigm. If you just Google them, you can find out more information about how to get a cop- physical copy of the album. Okay, awesome, awesome. And how is your mother spelling her name? Because Maria is spelled different ways. M-A-R-I-A. Okay, traditional way, got it. All right, well, thank you so much for the opportunity to speak with you today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for giving me a platform. I really appreciate your questions and your taking time and your diligence. It's wonderful. And I, I've, I've enjoyed this whole time. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you again to Joshin for the referral. I appreciate that, Joshin. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. And Ali, thanks for coming and hanging out in the chat room. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And I look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time from Alex's new release, Burning Up. This is the title track. Everyone have a great day. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at jazz underscore queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website, talkingsmoothjazz.com.